Hello, it's Gabby here for you. Before we jump onto this week's podcast, I just want to let you know about two ways that you can work with me. First of all, I do one-to-one coaching and I do that via Zoom so we can jump on a Zoom call at a time to suit you. The second thing I've got for you is an online coaching course that's 12 modules that you can download straight away now. There will be a link somewhere around these podcast notes. And this is the course that I've designed and it's got everything in it that I wish I'd have known when I finished cancer treatment and I was lost. So you can download that course now and you can start working towards making this your happiest and healthiest year ever. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello, it's Gabby here from Confidence After Cancer and I hope this finds you well. This week, I'm thinking a lot about mental health. In the UK, it's Mental Health Awareness Week and there's been a lot of publicity around that, which I think can only be a good thing. Encouraging people to talk about mental health is to be encouraged. And I've got three small tips for you this week. And then I'm going to leave you with my thoughts on what is the most important thing to do if you've got any issues at all with your mental health. These three habits are things that have served me well. And I like simple, I like quick things, I like things that are easy to do. Problem with that though, when they're easy to do, is it's easy not to do it as well. It's easy to dismiss something that's quick and easy as, well, yeah, that's obvious. Or yeah, I I know I should do that, but I haven't got around to it. So why not? My thought for you this week is just give yourself the gift of doing little steps every day that could help improve your mental health. We all know the last few years have been very, very difficult for everybody. And I'm sorry if that is really stating the obvious, but I don't know anybody or anybody's family or any any group of friends or any anybody that I'm connected with who has not been affected by mental health issues from the last few years. You know, we keep saying uncertain times. We keep hearing unprecedented times and they really are. I think the world is changing. You know, it was really brought home to me yesterday. My granddaughter went to um, a birthday party for one of her friends and I went to collect her and she's 12. The girl was 12. And if you look at these young ladies and, you know, they are young ladies, they're growing up into the beautiful young ladies that they can be. But what a world that they're growing up in, you know, with social media, all the pressures that are on that. All of them are constantly on their phones. I do worry about communication. Are they communicating in the right way? And all we can do for these young women, hopefully, is support them and love them and and show them that they are enough because there's more and more feelings of that. That's an aside. That's not really what I wanted to talk about. So for you listening to this, I'm hoping I can give you three small habits that will help you with your mental health. And I'd love to know what you think of this. I'd love to get your feedback. I'd love for you to get in touch with me and let me know what you think. So the first small victory I would say is, and this has really served me well, from a place where I've been in the past, where I felt in utter despair, where I felt completely overwhelmed. Quite often I've been depressed and I've struggled with my own mental health. But one of the small things that I do now, even when I'm just a little bit fed up, is I decide that today is going to be a good day. This, you know, there's some things we know are going to be ups and downs. We know life is full of ups and downs. It's not, you know, joyous every day. And I'm not telling you that my life is uh, without uh, stress and it's not without traumas and it's not without issues that come up. Of course it is. That's part of the human experience. 
However, I do believe there's some good that we can take from every day. A lot of that is your attitude and how you look at every day. You can see challenges as challenges, something that might help you grow, or you can see challenges as something that are unfair. Why does this always happen to me? It's not fair. And allowing that sort of negative thinking in the past has knocked me down into a negative spiral. So what I decide today is that every day is going to be a good day. There's some good in every day. And for me, what helps me, I'm not particularly a morning person. Some people will bounce out of bed in the morning and they're full of energy. I'm not. It takes me a little while to come round. And for a while, particularly out there when I was struggling with my own mental health, that would mean quite often I would lay in bed. I didn't have the motivation to get up. But now I decide the night before when I get up in the morning, I know what I want to achieve the next day. And I set myself out. Mentally, I'm prepared for that. I might write myself a little to-do list, not a huge list, maybe the two or three most important things I want to achieve the next day. Recently, I've become more and more aware of the fact that I don't exercise enough, don't particularly enjoy exercising. It's something I've always had to force myself to do. But recently, I've decided, as I'm hurtling towards a big birthday next month, I'm 60 in June, I really, really want to take responsibility I want to take ownership and I want to do something about my health so I do some exercise it can be a small thing it can be 20 minutes 30 minutes it doesn't matter I do some exercise every morning and to help me get in the mood for that or get me prepared for that I lay my exercise clothes out the night before my full outfit is there it's ready to go so I get up in the morning I don't have to think about it I don't have to decide what I want to do I've already thought about it. I know what time I'm going to start. I know what time I'm going to finish. My clothes are there. Boom, get it done. And that for me, that little exercise helps me enormously. I've always been you know, a big believer in planning the night before. You know, if I've got somewhere to go the next day, I'll plan my outfit the night before. I'll lay everything out, make sure everything's in its place. I'm not going to be stressed rushing around deciding what I'm going to wear or what equipment I need or what I need to put in my bag if I'm going out somewhere. It's all done. So I take that away. So that is me mentally preparing for the day ahead, thinking, okay, whatever happens tomorrow, I know I'm going to get up. I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to decide whether I'm going to exercise or not. I'm going to do it. It's a given. The second tip I would give you, the small habit that anyone can do, and it's really easy and quite cheap, is to take a high quality multivitamin every day. No matter what your diet's like, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, there's no judgment here. You know me by now. But what I'd always say is worth doing is taking a good quality vitamin. It's a simple thing that you can do. And that's sending a little message to your brain saying, I'm somebody who's nurturing myself. I am somebody who is looking after myself. And that, again, is a reinforcement of a positive message that you're sending to your brain that you are not a helpless person. You are somebody who's in control. You are somebody who is worthy. You are somebody who's looking after themselves. And isn't that a nice feeling? just from taking a little multivitamin. If you think about it in that way, why are you doing it? That's the reason that you're doing it. Third thing that I would say to you, and I've learned a lot about this over the years. So I've, I've followed different people that have told me, you know, how to get out of that mental stickiness, that, that feeling of being stuck, that feeling of being overwhelmed. And one of the nice, simple things that I love is a lady called Mel Robbins, and I follow her on YouTube. I follow her on Instagram social media and she's written a book called the five second rule and the theory of this is basically you, you use the rule as a jump into action 
It's a tool to overcome resistance and to complete tasks, especially non-habitual tasks that you may have felt previously was impossible due to your anxiety, your depression or lack of motivation. Mental health struggles and lack of motivation often result in us overthinking our actions. According to Mel, it takes just five seconds for the brain to convince us not to do something if it's not part of our routine. And the brain can trigger this overthinking to protect us. I've talked before about stress. Your body is trying to keep you safe. So the brain triggers this overthinking to protect us from possible unknown negative consequences. So when we have the impulse to do something that isn't part of our routine, your brain gives you reasons why maybe that's not a good idea or you don't want to go there. It might not be safe. Or you don't want to do some exercise. You might hurt your ankle. Oh, you might not want to ring that person because they might not be kind to you. Your brain, if you allow it to, will give you reasons why you're not going to do the things that you want to do. So Mel's rule is whenever you get that thought, whenever you decide that you're going to do something, simply just say to yourself, I'm going five, four, three, two, one. I'm on it. I'm doing it. And I do that in the morning when I lie in bed thinking, should I get up? Should I scroll my social media? Should I do? No. Five, four, three, two, one. Get up, put your exercise clothes on. It's done. I'm not going to procrastinate any more about this. And I have in the past been somebody who has procrastinated a lot. And again, I used to beat myself up for that thinking that I was a weak person or there's something wrong with me. Why do I overthink things? But overthinking again is, is now I understand that it's my body trying to keep me safe. Your body's trying to give you all the reasons why possibly you shouldn't do that thing that you want to do. So those are my three tips. Decide today will be a good day. And if it helps you, like it helps me, prepare the night before and plan what you're going to do. Not to the nth degree, but just some general. This is what I want to achieve tomorrow. That really helps me. My second tip was take a high quality multivitamin. It's never going to be a bad thing, is it? And the third thing is decide to take some action. It doesn't matter what action you take. The whole thing of deciding what you want to do and then putting steps in place to achieve that tells your subconscious mind you are somebody who is worthy. You are somebody who's in control. You are somebody who deserves to be loved. And we all deserve to be loved, don't we? And sometimes it can feel like we don't. But I'm here to tell you, if nobody else has told you today, I, I love you and I care about you and I want you to have the best life that you can. And I've been in a dark place before. I've been suffering with depression in the past. I know what that's like. And for anybody who feels like that, I'm here for you. And so my last thought that I really want to leave you with is in Mental Health Awareness Week, one of the things that comes up time and time again, the most important thing ever is to reach out and talk to somebody. I hope you have somebody in your life that you can trust, that you can reach out and talk to. But if you don't, there are so many organisations that can help you. I'm here for you. Particularly if you are feeling lost after your cancer treatment is finished. This is the area that I've spent a lot of time working in, developing uh, my mini courses, developing my podcast, developing my blog. Because for me, it was such an area of unknown territory. It was an area when it happened to me, my treatment finished and I felt alone and I felt nobody understood what I was going through. But of course they did. There was people out there who felt had felt exactly the same as me. And so I'm here for anybody like that who is listening to this and thinking, nobody gets me. Nobody understands what I'm going through. And I've got some dark thoughts in here. I've got maybe horrible thoughts. I've got th thoughts that I'm not proud of. 
I'm here for you. I'm always here for, for you. I'm always here for you. So please reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Please don't suffer in silence. That is absolutely the worst thing you can do. And sometimes your brain, your little mind that's trying to keep you safe, sometimes it can be your best friend and sometimes it can be your own worst enemy. But let's work together. Let's get in control of it. I hope these tips help you. I hope that knowing that I'm here and I'm there for you helps you. So thank you so much for listening to my podcast. It really means a lot to me. Please get in touch with me. I'm on uh, social media. You can find me, Gabby Mottishead. I'm on Instagram, Gabby Motti. You can find me on my website, confidenceaftercancer.co.uk. Please get in touch. Let me know how I can help you. I'm here for you. Take care, my love. Remember, stay safe, as they say, but most importantly, stay sane. Have a great week. Thank you for listening. Thank you.